This episode of The Horror Show is sponsored by John Mendenhall. Thank you so much, John, for your contributions on Patreon. If you want to help the show, uh, the best way you can help, uh, obviously, rate, review, subscribe, and tell your friends. Uh, but the second best way, if you can help monetarily at all, is go to our website, uh, our Patreon site, uh, patreon.com slash I hate horror and uh, subscribe there. We're doing some uh, neat extra content there. So check it out. Welcome to the horror show, the show that dissects, mutilates, dismembers, and butchers all of your favorite and not so favorite horror movies and other horror related events. I'm Sean. I'm Joe. <laughs> and I'm Paul. And we continue with the part threes. We we've actually also decided, I'm sure everyone is thrilled about this news, <laughs> to continue the How can you do series on part threes and not make it three parts. Yeah, can't do it in just two parts. No, that's stupid. And because we got like a million tweets saying we missed something. Yeah, we're still, we're still we're gonna, still miss, gonna so miss a lot. We're still gonna miss so much. But we we thought of a bunch even ourselves that we were like, oh yeah, like, uh, like Psycho. Ginger Dead Man three. Nope. <laughs> uh definitely not Ginger Dead. Fuck Ginger Dead Man. <laughs> Fuck Evil Bong. Fuck Gary Busey's giant teeth. Is he in that? Yeah. He's in Ginger Dead Man. Now I kind of want to see it. What? He's, he's the voice of the Ginger Dead Man. Gary Busey? Yeah. Does the Ginger Dead Man have big teeth? No. <laughs> no, he's no teeth. Paul, we watched the beginning together. I know. It, was, it looked so bad. I couldn't remember. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm so, I, I'm so glad we watched uh, Thanks Killing 3 instead. <laughs> I can't believe that Gary Busey's in that movie. I mean, I know Gary Busey will do anything, but Ginger Dead Man is As long as it's cocaine. (laughs) As long as it comes in a... As long as you could snort white stuff through it. It's good by him. So we are... This was originally going to be the good part threes, and we never changed that list. Um, and it ended up being a, uh, mixed a mix. bag, yeah, a sure. mixed bag. Um, so we will start out with <laughs> my favorite part three of all time. Oh God. Island of the Alive. <laughs> Which is a part three of what? It's Alive. It's Alive. Yes. It's Alive. I don't even know if it's called It's Alive 3, Island of the Alive. Yeah, It's Alive. I think it is. I think it's called It's it's a live island of the alive. It's a live colon, yeah. I don't know. Sure. Like, Ghoulies didn't have three in the name. Did you know that? It didn't? No. Technically, it was, it was called college? Ghoulies. 
Ghoulies Go to College. Huh. Which is the dumbest name I've ever heard, but whatever. Um, so this is Island of the Alive, the sequel to the hit baby film, It's Alive. And by hit, I mean garbage, and they <laughs> made two more after that. Was it, the second one was called, like, It Lives Again? They they Live. or It, it, it Lives Again. It's Alive, and... Yeah, it's alive again. I don't know. But there's two of them. Wait, there's two of them? They're twinsies. No. <laughs> Twin evil babies. And then this one is literally an island full of <laughs> The U.S. government has decided that they are going to... Well, okay. The, the opening scene in this is a woman giving birth in a cab. She starts giving birth, and the cab driver pulls over and is like, I knew I should have picked up a pregnant woman. <laughs> Take it easy, man. Like, relax. Like, imagine if you were pregnant and you heard somebody screaming that at you. Like, that you cop just, is so reluctant to, to do his job, by the way. Oh, my God. He's like, can't we just leave her? <laughs> Let her give birth in a taxi by herself. Which we're going to get to, but which cop is shittier at their job? The cop in this movie or the cop in Summer Party Massacre 3? Do you remember a cop? <laughs> you remember a cop? <laughs> I remember a cop in Slumber Party Massacre. Dude, they call the cop like 40 times. He's like, oh, oh he's full God. of shit. Like, oh, 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 yeah. I forgot about that because he's not even a cop if you do that to somebody. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. And so the cop's like, well, what if they're telling the truth? He's like, don't piss me off today. <laughs> yeah. Like, and then, but even that is, cop. Is know, it like you can wait till after your shift to go check it out or something? But yes. even, no, but even that second cop is like, yeah, they're probably full of shit, but I guess, <laughs> I guess I'll stop by after my shift ends. <laughs> yeah. like, he's like, yeah, you're probably right. She's screaming <laughs> the on the guy phone. just both, clocked in. In both movies, these cops are so shitty. <laughs> I can't wait to talk about that. That just woke me up. I totally so forgot about that. <laughs> I'm so glad you Man, those cops that. must have thought they were the best bunch of yankers around. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> this town's full of yankers. The Yank Kings. Imagine if it was the same town as that shitty college in Ghoulies. And they're like, yeah, it's Yank. It's all the same universe. (laughs) Was it Yank? Yeah. Was it Yankers? (laughs) At least that's what you guys told me. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, so it's alive. Uh, It's the story of a father who has a mutant baby. And all of these are caused by birth control. Yeah. Uh, which is some weird... I, I don't know why they would send that, put that message out into the universe. I, I don't either. <laughs> Unless the Catholic Church made it. But, <laughs> uh, and I'm not making... I, you know, if you're Catholic, good for you. <laughs> that sounds bad. I'm Catholic also, so... But they just hate birth control. Um, so Karen Black is in this. Yes. I don't, I don't know why. She's the girlfriend, right? Yeah. Okay, so the- <laughs> Bar- barfs in the guy's car. <laughs> but that I guy got is so the mad. biggest piece of shit. Yeah. On yeah. The- I know, and that guy also can't figure out how to hop a fence Dude, because Dude. all she does is shut the fence. Yeah. And it's like up to his it's chest. Just, yeah. and it's like I can't. It's like a low gate. It's the most rickety. Fence I was actually ever. wondering that. He was just climb over. He's like screaming like if I, if I could figure out a way to get in here. So like you got dead. locked in a fucking he's prison cell. So loud that neighbors come out and are like, "Shut up!" <laughs> and he's like, "Oh!" He's shaking his. If fence. only there was a way for me to climb over this two foot fence. <laughs> anyway, we're all over the place, but we're not going to cover all these. We have so many to cover, so yeah, um, it's 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 impossible to cover them all. 
Um, so yeah, father has a mutant baby. He's trying to prove that these babies uh, are manageable. Yes, because yep. it, it starts off in like a court scene, and like yeah. you want to just send them all to the <laughs> island of the alive, and, and, or just or murder just kill them, them. <laughs> or just kill. Them. Wait, do we want do we want to finish up on that opening scene with the cop? Oh, and oh the probably. baby. That that scene was awesome. Dude, the guy put seven bullets in that baby oh, yeah. <laughs> off screen. It, the baby it, it eats what entirely eats off the cop. Hand. Eats the cop, and the baby goes into the church, and the other cops come and like fucking seven bullets yeah. into a baby. What an opening scene! I know it's really weird. This is fucking nuts. There's something unsettling throughout the movie of just men pointing rifles in the face of children. <laughs> It's so weird. Even if they're mutants, it's really bizarre to see. It's yeah, just, you could kick. It's them. insane, man. You could kick them or like just step on them. Yeah, because at this point, them down. At this point, they're not big. Which oh, we'll find out they, <laughs> they just become giant big. Yeah. They just don't men. actually. Just they don't get older. They just get larger. Yeah, it's so weird. Yeah, like their age doesn't advance. <laughs> they don't learn any new skills. They're the same stupid skills. I brought this up on Twitter today, but they're like that guy from Times Square who's literally just a huge baby. Oh. He's wearing a diaper. He has a huge baby head on. Yes, that's what it is. That's exactly what It's Alive Three is. Um, so they they send them they send the babies to an island, and for some reason they ask the dad to go to the island, or the dad like volunteers himself, and they're like, I guess we have to bring them. It's like a government excursion. Well, like because in, in the the courtroom scene, he's the one that's saying that babies they shouldn't be killed. Mm-hmm. There's a, there's a better option for them, and then they bring in his own baby, and they're only listened to his side if he, he proves he's not scared of his baby. And he's terrified of his baby. He's yeah. like shaking and like cowering. Yeah. He even says it to like a woman's like I forget what a woman's the woman says. She's like, You're not scared, are you? He's like, I'm terrified. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he's like growling. Yeah. Um but then, you know, he reaches his hand in the cage and like the baby doesn't attack him or bite him off. So yeah. he proves that they could be manageable. So I think that was like their segue to him being like, Well, he controlled his own baby, maybe we could send him along. <laughs> he's the baby whisperer. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 it just None of it makes sense. I mean, but I love it so much. And I, I don't. I do not understand why. Because they, there's grown men sh- hunting babies on an island. <laughs> like, I mean, like, yeah, it's Jurassic Park, but with babies. It's just like Jurassic Park. <laughs> the opening scene when they're flying to the island, I actually wrote down. Is this the island from Jurassic Park? <laughs> what is it called? It's more like, like it's more like Lost World. Yeah. Spielberg ripped him off. <laughs> Spielberg was like, all right, guys, I'm not fresh out of ideas. Let's just take It's Alive and replace it with dinosaurs. Such <laughs> so it's what it is. Uh, so my favorite scenes in this, um, <laughs> also, there was a decent amount of gore in it, which is why I was okay with it. Was there? It was... I mean, I, I'm not going to answer that, but <laughs> I, I don't, I, the cop car's arm, the, the cop's arm in the first scene was really gory. I don't know. Yeah. One, I don't for, know. one for one. All right. So I'm not even going to get into this story. Just check this movie. I honestly think you should check this movie out. I think it's amazing. Ooh. I think it's so bad. It's hilarious. Share some of your favorites, like right. the last so, of pros and cons. So... <laughs> In the beginning, before they send the father, I think it's before they send the dad, I don't know. 
It doesn't matter. It, it's it's all a mess. It's, once they get to the island, it's just a bunch of idiots running around yes. anyway. Um, but they're out there, and they're with like a hunting expedition. <laughs> There's like 12 guys there, even though I'm pretty sure they're just reusing the same four guys in like 12 <laughs> different death they scenes. They definitely are. <laughs> and, uh, all right, loved when they're like, What's that? <laughs> and there's no sound. There's no audible noise or anything. And they just turn. And there is a man falling down a waterfall. And there is a baby riding him, eating him, <laughs> biting his neck while he's sliding down the waterfall. Right, that is definitely pro. Death. What's that ride that with the log? When you sit in the log? Splash Mountain. It looks like Splash Mountain, but with a baby eating a guy. The baby is riding a man like a log. I believe at that Mountain. exact moment, uh, my wife said, uh, I do not like this movie. <laughs> <laughs> um, the baby vision was awful, though. That is one of my cons. Maybe sick. Yeah. Because in the first one, it's just POV. Maybe a little blurry. This was just like, I don't even know what you'd call it. It was just like quadruple vision. Yeah. It was just layered over it's each like other. Beer goggles. Yeah, it was like a kaleidoscope. It was disgusting. <laughs> I only have four things that I put down as pros, and one of them is most likely a con. <laughs> and that would be the first one that I wrote down, and it was when they're in, they're on the island, and a corpse falls from a tree because it had been killed, <laughs> and the girl's staring at the screen, and the corpse falls behind her, and she screams so loud, she has no clue what fell or what happened or what she's looking at, and she just screams or runs off the screen. <laughs> it, was, it was so like inept at filmmaking. It's that. it's all and it's all like that. It's all like uh, that. my biggest pro, the initial scene. Where the hunters go to the island to kill the babies, the one guy who runs away and escapes in the helicopter, dude. Except there's a baby in it, dude, <laughs> and you just see a giant blood also, splatter on the window, and the helicopter explodes. And, Why would it explode in midair? And the, baby. <laughs> the fuck would it explode? Because it's a bad movie. And that's a bad movie. <laughs> it was awesome. The, it was amazing, and I also love because in that helicopter scene, it's the most obvious. <laughs> Whenever a baby attacks a man in this. First of all, the babies leap, like... Yes. Whatever. And it's always just the guy holding it. Oh, yeah. All they do is just shake the fucking puppet around (laughs) on their neck. And they're like, ah! And they're just flailing its little body The bad claymation puppet. Oh, the claymation was... I don't know. There was... um, In a couple of these movies, the ADR is really evident. And those punches—it was like watching a kung fu flick when they they fight the punks. It's like <laughs> I, thought, I love. There's only three sound effects. One is them cracking wind, make <laughs> a fist contact, and the kick. There's no need for that. <laughs> and there might have been somebody making the noises with their mouth. There was a, the Afro, yeah, there totally was someone. <laughs> um, the aforementioned scene where the guy's screaming, let me in, when he could clearly jump the fence. Oh, I, yeah. I loved. And uh, <laughs> probably my favorite scene in the whole movie is when the cops were telling a baby to put his hand behind his back. Then <laughs> 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 their guns drawn. And he's not even like the big baby. He's just like one of the little ones. They're yeah. asking it to put his hand behind his back. Yeah, so ultimately in this island, somehow the babies had advanced in age. I don't know. So like adult baby. I, I don't even know. I don't even know. Yeah. Um... Two thumbs down. Oh, and also, <laughs> was it was it me or did the the main character change from good guy to bad guy to good guy to bad guy like several times? Yeah, he, he like plots with the babies at one point. Like, yeah, oh, okay, he's gonna like ride. Yeah. But, then, but then he goes back to being. Good. It was like a heel turn, and he just <laughs> he just he turns with the babies, and you're like, oh, okay, I, I kind of get this. And then at the end, he's like, 
We gotta get off this island. Oh, when he <laughs> took like, he took them to South America on a boat. Oh my, oh my god! Wait a minute! I forgot all about the. <laughs> I was in my head. I was like, "How did this end again?" Yeah, dude. The whole second half of the movie is insane. <laughs> the monologue that. He... <laughs> I'm gonna cry. The monologue, <laughs> the monologue he's giving, where he's like, "Dude, I'm gonna cry." It's so funny when he's like, he, <laughs> "It's the most." I remember watching it this time and being like, "I wasn't like paying attention." I was like doing some shit and watching it at the same time, and I was like hearing something, and I was like, "Wait, what did I just hear?" <laughs> and I rewound it, and I I had heard correctly, and he's like. Yes, the babies were keeping me alive to drive the boat. And I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, because the they were fuck? eating the crew. They were eating yeah. the crew. And he's like, yeah, they're going to eat me next. Yeah, they're going to eat me soon. And he's like, my son is protected. He's like, throws, throws them overboard. Because <laughs> there's, no, there's no crew members left, so the baby tosses them. <laughs> he said his son is protected. His, his son is talking to the other babies and is like, yeah, don't eat my dad. <laughs> Tony, my dad, y'all. Like, what the fuck? I think that's a pro. That is a pro. It, it, it's, Dude, a pro. it's insane. And, like, the footage while he's doing this insane monologue is him just, like, I don't even know, like, out of it and tired behind the wheel just in a daze. And he's just <laughs> sailing this boat around for him. <laughs> oh, man. Island of the Alive. Yeah. Great part three. Uh, no. <laughs> Joe, I when you said two thumbs down, I was with you, and now I think I'm at one thumb down. <laughs> but the boat monologue. It wouldn't be like, like there'd be god tier, and then there'd be shit tier, and it would be like upper shit tier. Yeah, this is upper shit tier. Yeah, it's, it's worth it just to see the babies. You, like just to watch it. You just, jumping. If you haven't seen it, you just 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 look at it once. Just give it one viewing, just to be like, this is out there, and it's a great party conversation. I brought this movie If you're partying up. with us, yeah. Well, I suppose that's right. Yeah, <laughs> or, I, was, or, I brought this up to Joe like multiple times. Or I'd show up at a normal party and out someone for not seeing <laughs> You've never seen it. Fuck it's this alive guy. Three. He hasn't seen it's alive three. <laughs> well, you did that by stag, didn't you? <laughs> yeah. Oh, you don't like movies from New Zealand? Sean, this guy doesn't like movies from New Zealand. <laughs> never Idiot. even said he didn't like him. Just say he didn't see it. Oh, he didn't like it. Must not have liked it. Oh, that's Housebound. Right. Yeah, that's right, that's right. Because he was like, yeah, I'm sorry. I was like, <laughs> could give a shit what movies you like. I, I, I watch It's Alive I like It's Alive 3. <laughs> I choose, willingly choose to watch It's Alive 3. Uh, well, let's go into, let's see, what do we have? Summer Party Massacre 3. Well, if we want to continue with Dredge. Yes. Sure. Uh, Slumber Party Massacre 3. Yes. Now, Joe had said he loved this movie. I said it was a guilty pleasure. Okay. Really? Yes. Ah. Do you still feel that way? Kind of, yeah. I thought it sucked. I thought it was <laughs> fucking painful. No, I remember walking into the video store, and this was, like, always at the end of the aisle, in the horror section. Well, there was all and I remember the cover... Right? With the guy holding the drill like between his legs yeah. and the three girls. So, and I was like, dude, this movie. And I couldn't believe it when this was one of the three that got selected. So to defend myself, that is definitely part of why I liked it. Because it was, I had always seen it in the video store. And yeah. for whatever reason, my buddy Greg's mom rented that for us. Um, <laughs> at a, a bad at a, Yeah, it was. But uh, I loved it as a kid. I thought it was insane. Now I'm... Confused because it was super dark. Was the version you watched really dark? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it was pretty like dark. Prom night dark. 
I don't know. That if was not fun. prom night dark. But oh, Paul, there was pretty bright. I couldn't see any. All right, it was probably just. I mean, it was clearly ripped from a VHS. VHS. Which yeah, I mean. yeah, yeah. I, I think I even. Oh, it read. looked bad. Yeah, it looked bad for sure. Yeah, I think I even read like <laughs> this has not been, uh, like <laughs> no restoration at all. Yeah, there's been no like <laughs> new releases of it. This and, movie made one million two hundred forty-two thousand dollars in the box office, which what? I think is pretty high for this movie. One million dollars. Yeah. Dude, they paid people to go. I know it's super low, but... Actually, although... Okay, so one of our listeners... um, I forget. I forget which listener told me this. So he... he, He's... Elliot. He's big into, like, slashers right now. And he was saying the first two are... Not great, but they're watchable and Mm -hmm. enjoyable. Uh, this one to me was like barely watchable. Like, it was just it was like Cinemax quality acting. Oh, definitely. But I thought it felt like a horror movie. Like, like a legit I, horror. Movie. I did not get a feeling of a horror movie. I I don't know what it was. I was I was miserable watching it. I actually <laughs> turned it off, and then I was like, I guess I should actually watch it. It felt like more like a horror movie than It's Alive to me because It's Thank Alive you. is. In that middle ground where it's like so outrageous that it's, it's just you're not, not actually you're not like oh man this is gonna be fucking scary like at least Summer Party Massacre you might be like a little bit like uh, it's gonna be Party creepy Massacre, alone like, in the dark at night what the fuck is this <laughs> well there there were so many Touché. red herrings that they threw in there dude and that were just like uh, like that guy on the beach there's a guy on the beach who just like, sitting there just staring at them oh like, yeah that guy's a creep in all black like hey fuck you weirdo and he shows up at the house later like looking through the window yeah. and he never comes he just wants to see what's back. going on yeah he's the just guy crazy. that's in the house to begin with when that, he dude, comes home and and she knows him yeah but they don't explain how she knows him no and she's like, what are you doing in the house? And he's standing like an inch away from her. And he's, like, uh, and he's talking like... I, I thought he's looking through the telescope at them. It was so weird. The whole thing was oh, weird. Oh, yeah. I forgot. The guy was watching them. He's watching them get murdered. Like murdered. half an hour. And he calls the police like 45 minutes later. <laughs> like three of them. That's when the cops like, oh, maybe for real. Maybe just that not. is when the cops like that. Yeah. Because <laughs> he got a call from a guy. Yeah. It, it was really Can't weird. Can't trust women. Uh, this was another movie where... I thought the ADR was evident, especially oh in the beginning, God. because I'm pretty sure all the conversations Dude, were just added in Every after. conversation was added after. Yeah. 100%. They're on the beach, and you could tell it was so fucking windy. <laughs> and you know those mics only picked up just just wind. <laughs> all right. So we were, we'd already talked about um, the weirdos that have been hanging around, all the red herrings, which were... Terrible. Useless. Yes. U- totally useless. Yes. You were going to talk about uh, the oh, barbecue? Well, actually, before that, I just want to talk about some quotes um, that prove that this was written by an 80-year-old white man. <laughs> and that's that's the only person that could have written this movie. Roger Corman uh, was involved, wasn't he? Well, he's an 80-year-old white exactly. man. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so the first line that I heard that I was just like in disbelief over was... They're talking about having a party this night, tonight, this slumber party. And she said, they're like, aren't your parents going to be home? She says, my mom has menopause. She'll never know. (laughs) It's true. (laughs) Um, The other line that I heard that was just so bad was, uh, ever since my my mom found my diaphragm and I told her (laughs) it was yours, she thinks you're a bad influence. (laughs) Okay. 
This was uh, 1990, right? Yeah, when diaphragms were real popular. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This, definitely written by like an 80-year-old yeah. man. It's it's brutal. Um, the girls have a slumber party. The girls, uh, as honestly, and I'm not trying to be sexist with this statement, but I want to know by a show of hands or tweets, <laughs> how many girls have gone to a slumber party where uh, you barbecued in your bathrobes? <laughs> Because that seems to be like the the, the or, feature, or sensually danced in front of each other okay. while taking off your clothes. I, I would go to those slumber parties. Well, yeah, well, of course you would. Well, I'm ta- <laughs> the guys in Ghoulies would. Oh no! But, but, but any guy would. I'm talking about they were doing it in front of girls. Like it's an all girls slumber party, and they're like, I forget what gets them started on it, but it's just like the music. Well, first of all, they're not young girls. They're in college. Are they in college? Yes. Okay. Because, or they might be even out of college because they're talking about, like, their new jobs and stuff that they have. So like, why is she so concerned about her mom being there? Because none of it makes okay. sense. None of it makes sense. And actually, I, I, there's another movie, and I, I forget which one. I, I'll figure it out once we get to it. We watched a movie, though, where the girl was 17 in it. Do you remember which movie that was? No. Could have been Chucky. I can't remember, but... Oh, it was House 3. Oh, okay. She's 17 in that, and there is a nude scene in it, and it is very uncomfortable. Like, obviously, the act, hopefully the actress wasn't 17, but, like, there there is a line where you're just like, I don't want to see this. <laughs> this is illegal. <laughs> like, they're, they're trying to portray something illegal. Right. Like, and that's disturbing. So I think that's probably why they did it, which is very responsible of the makers of Summer <laughs> Party, Party Massacre 3. Uh, but yeah. Such uh, responsible filmmakers. So very, very responsible. So they're barbecuing. They're dancing. Um, the, the dancing is insane. And all the girls are like, yeah, take it off. Yeah. I why mean, would anyone? I know girls like change in front of each other sometimes or whatever but nobody like dances like that and just gets naked in front of each other for no reason just to see each other naked and the other <laughs> ones are like Woo! you're ruining all my dreams <laughs> oh paul <laughs> um they start or the guys show up after that and there's one guy ken yeah who everybody is like really into and they want him to come and bite him he shows up and then they start getting picked off one by one Yes. Uh, there's one. There's a girl that's murdered, and her body's like stuffed into a bag, and it's in the closet. And one of the guys is like, "Oh, maybe maybe she slipped and fell. Her entire body's stuffed into a fucking plastic bag and, and stored in a cabinet." <laughs> yeah. uh, I also like the vibrator elect- electrocution scene. Yes. Yo, how the fuck do you get electrocuted by a vibrator? And why was that vibrator plugged into a wall? <laughs> it's the 90s, dude. <laughs> Did it have batteries in the 90s? It may have been 80s. Technically, it could have been filmed in 89. That's oh. a good point. I'm pretty sure they still have batteries. <laughs> Again, pretty sure batteries have been around for quite a while. Allegedly. Um uh, what else was there that was pretty good? Oh my god! The guy gets killed by oh, the, the first for kill, sale sign. The first kill was the drill in the car. The, the car. That was, was the sweetest with one. With the little, but when you see the first drill bit, it's it was so big. You, not when you first see it. Oh oh! When, you, when he's first, when he's in the back seat and he holds it up, it's like something you would use like mount a picture. <laughs> and he pushes it through. And it's like it's a my forearm. 
And <laughs> there is so little blood in that scene. It's like it's like a ketchup packet worth of blood being sprayed on the window. Also, have you ever, if you've ever drilled anything ever, it takes fucking forever. I can't drill a hole in my wall ever without something going wrong. And that that girl could have easily exited the car because he's drilling through a car seat. And it goes through the so of, fast the and through her body. Pressure, she would have just yeah. moved off. <laughs> like, like a really bad ah! cut in her back. We're back. <laughs> Assuming she didn't hear the noise first. Like. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, it is the most impractical killing, killer's I weapon. Because that's his, that's his weapon, right? Yeah. Right? yeah. I mean, is it, it must be multiple people. The killers, multiple killers throughout the, throughout the series. series. Yeah. But they all use the same drill. Stupid. <laughs> Did you like the twist at the end? Was the guy wearing white pants? No, what? What? Why? Was that for Labor Day? Um, it was <laughs> what kind of a killer wears white pants? No, that was not the it's twist. Getting blood all over him. All right. Well, uh, the twist was he tell he has a the killer has the flashbacks about like his mean uncle. Uh, what was uncle's name? Billy or something? Uncle Billy. And that's the cop that shows up at the house. Oh, it was a pretty sweet what twist. Do you do? Uh, pretty sweet What's the cool story? Also, the cop... <laughs> I don't know if we even explained the cop scene all the way through, but these girls are being murdered. They're stuck in the house. They're trapped. They're pleading. They call 911, obviously. They get the cops first try, and they're like, help us, we're being murdered. And the cop's like, oh, Jesus Christ, another prank call. He's like, get over it. Like, he's like, <laughs> get over berating it. them. Yeah, about... he's like, quit wasting my time. Yeah, and, like, yeah. Don't tie up the lines <laughs> yeah. for people that need it. And then he slams the phone down. He hangs up on them. <laughs> and then the other cops like, oh, was it prank calls again? He's like, yeah, those girls again, calling saying they're being murdered. And he's like, uh, I mean, I guess I'll yeah. check if <laughs> if I have yeah. to. There's a bunch of cops sitting around the station doing nothing. <laughs> don't have it time for insane. it. This movie had chainsaw deaths that were pretty sweet. I mean, the deaths actually weren't that bad. The for sale sign, I kind of liked, even though... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wait, did he actually kill anybody with the chainsaw? Because he chainsaws the guys, like, through the legs. Yeah. But that was that guy didn't die. Well, it was still a pretty sweet chainsaw scene. Oh, I guess. There's no chainsaw scenes in Island of the Alive. I wish, I wish there were. <laughs> there could have been. Point exactly. I feel like there was a sweet... <laughs> After the for sale sign kill... Uh, the killer drilled somebody right in the middle of the street like a fucking maniac. And it wasn't bloody or gory, but I just thought it was sweet because it, it kind of reminded me of Leatherface just swinging a chainsaw like a maniac, except this guy was blatantly drilling somebody in the middle of the street. That drill is enormous. There's no way. That scene actually was when I was like, that weapon sucks. Yeah. That thing is so heavy. Like, There's no way you're carrying that around all night. By like the second kill, you're like Jesus Christ! I need to, yeah, I need to take a take nap. A nap. <laughs> <laughs> I need to take a nap, and I'll pick up on this tomorrow. <laughs> um, but I am not okay with this movie. I, I didn't. This hate one it. is on the. Shit this one's tier. on the barrel, lower tier. Yeah, yeah. I don't like it. The bottom of the lower tier. I'd say upper shit tier. It wasn't funny. <laughs> the kills weren't great. The gore wasn't great. The acting, the acting was sucked. So bad. That girl, the goth girl, was like, like every time she came on the screen, I was, I might have let out an audible sigh at the time. <laughs> Just like, all right, yeah, I gotta listen to this idiot for a minute. 
And she'd be like, hi, Jen. <laughs> <laughs> See, I disagree. What about that creepy guy at the beach? I had fun watching it. Joe, I hate to break it to you. Stepfather 3 is better. Stepfather 3 is a lot better. Stepfather 3 is better. Like, like, dude, that you are wrong. I could not disagree more. You are wrong. Stepfather 3 is, like, astronomically above it. Astronomically? (laughs) That's going to be my bar. Maybe I have to rewatch it. (laughs) It, There's no way. Stepfather 3 is my least favorite. Well, wait, what, what do we... <laughs> what did we watch last week? Dude, his, his lovemaking is incredible. Uh, we watched a lot of bad stuff. We watched... Uh, <laughs> do you want me to just list every movie we watched? Yeah, yeah. I mean, this is light years above those. No. Probably. Yeah, Howling 3, maybe. Pro- I'd rather watch this than Basket Case 3. No. No. Yeah, yeah so it's upper shit tier. Basket Case 3, like I said, is actually, looks way better. But I could not deal with all those freaks, like the guy with the giant jagged <laughs> Thank teeth. Thank you. So if, Belial, if Belial had that mobile, and it was actually a mobile, not an exoskeleton the whole time, I'd be down with that. So, I do. we're in agreement, it's upper shit tier. And you're just Mid. putting... It's upper shit tier, and you're putting Stepfather 3 in upper shit tier, too. What would you rather no. watch? It's Alive 3 than Summer Party Massacre. It's Alive 3. Okay. This is a no, weird... Wait. Here's the problem, though. I would rather watch It's Alive 3, but Stepfather 3 is probably actually a better movie in production quality and everything about it. <laughs> it's just that the movie's fucking boring. And, like, nobody dies. Like, two people die oh, in that movie. That does suck. That does suck. I always forget about that little thing. Okay, so at least people die in the Summer Party Massacre. Yeah, but it, you could hardly see it. You just said you could see everything fine. Yeah, it's slightly better than Prime. <laughs> <laughs> it's still dark as right. shit. Well, Paul mentioned... Uh, uh, Leatherface. So why don't we go into Leatherface? Texas Chainsaw Massacre Three. <sighs> Leatherface. Yeah. Leatherface. Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah, I think 3. that's it. Um. Wait. So I watched Next Generation. I'm see. fucking with you. I know ah! you did because oh. you you said that <laughs> on the last episode. You were like, "Oh, is that the one with Matthew McConaughey?" <laughs> <laughs> like, no, it's the one with Vigo. Like, no. And you're like, oh, okay. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> you guys suck. Uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre 3, uh, also known as, um, let's just make the first one again. <laughs> and just throw in some other shit. So <laughs> Make it way worse. This movie's, <laughs> like, production-wise, is better than half the things that we've seen. And I fucking still hated it. I Dude. hated Leatherface's mask. Leatherface so was much. a terrible Leatherface. Why was it so boring? It was, you think it was boring? very boring. Yeah, and because they have chasing somebody in the woods for forty minutes. Dude, it was the longest chase scene I've ever seen in my life. And but she's like running into people. She's the like only she like, goes. Yeah, <laughs> some girl has just been out in the woods for two weeks. Yeah, and she's like, "Hey, what's up?" And she's like, "Oh, nothing. This guy's chasing." Yeah, me. I was like, "Is she part dude, of the family?" It was or? so fucking weird. Yeah, it was mind blowing. There was so many things, and like she's <laughs> the only like character. I mean, obviously, Ken Ferrey is a big part in it. But at least in the first Texas Chainsaw, there's like six of them who are being hunted. It's just these two. Yeah. The entire time. There's no suspense or anything. Yeah, it's And you just have Leatherface's two. entire fucking family. And when you only have the two, it makes for like... Like, the first one is sweet because it's like a gaggle of people. It's like eight people. So you get to see seven... 
horrible death scenes. <laughs> and then you're like, oh, what's in store for the last one? Like, that's what you're holding out for. And this one, it's just like, well, yeah, let's just wait. Yeah, speaking of, when when the boyfriend <laughs> guy get gets it, he's getting fucking chainsawed. Like, yeah. Leatherface is above him, like, <laughs> yeah. and it cuts, like, the next scene, and all you hear is chainsaw. Yeah. And then the next scene in the house, the dude's okay. <laughs> Do you remember that? <laughs> they hang him upside down, yeah. and, and Rube Goldberg him. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. Like, that was so uh, what the fuck were they chainsawing? That was so just scaring him? Yeah. She's just unsettling him. Starring Vigo Mortensen. Is that how you say Mortens- it? Mortensen? Yeah. Mortensen? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think this is a joke. <laughs> he's he's another. Is he foreign? It's like Australian. He's born in America. Oh, was in New York City. Yeah. Oh. He's in a little movie called Lord of the Rings. I'm aware. <laughs> he doesn't come off as a New York City actor. <laughs> he's from Brooklyn. <laughs> Yeah, we've heard him before. It's a little movie called Hidalgo. Hidalgo. <laughs> uh, You're a fucking idiot. Yes, yeah, Mortensen. Mortensen. Vigo Mortensen. <laughs> I thought it was Mortensen. Mortensen. I like it. Let's go with it. Maybe uh, I'm wrong. I never actually heard anybody pronounce it, to be fair. I think it's... Dude, the guy's first name is Vigo. <laughs> Why would I think it's Mortensen? <laughs> True. <laughs> Wait, is Vigo the name of the, the ghost in, in Ghostbusters? Ghostbusters too? Yeah. yeah. It's like an ancient Carpathian name. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Oh. But yes, he's in it. So is, <laughs> so is Ken Foray. Uh, this Frey. movie starts off... Sweet. I love that it still starts off with the... Uh, the voiceover and the rolling screen. Yeah, yeah. I kind of did and kind of didn't. I was kind of like, uh. Well, give me hope that they might bring it back to, like, its roots after the second yeah. one. Well, I mean, <laughs> it's not hard to get back to the roots after the second one. The second one was so. <laughs> you just don't have chainsaw Bring it all down! So far off the base, it was. Dude, the chainsaw fight is insane still when I think about it. I bet. That actually, well, the most insane scene from two is honestly when he goes outside the chainsaw store and just starts chopping that piece of lumber outside. <laughs> and so the, the store owner's just standing there watching. <laughs> He's just hitting it. He's like banging his chain. Not cutting it, just walking up the blade. What would Paul's dad do if he saw him so using his chainsaw? <laughs> All right. Um, anything else we want to talk about about Texas Chainsaw Massacre 3? I mean, I, I was not a fan of this. I, it was... I liked the voiceover because they said that the jurors, the jurors concluded that Leatherface was just a split personality and that he might be still on the loose. Yeah, that was cool. I mean, yeah, all that was kind of um, cool. I mean... I hated Leatherface's mask, but I thought the first time Leatherface showed up was alright. Like, he just kind of comes out of nowhere and it was kind of creepy. Yeah, no, I mean... I when they're loved, like changing the car tire, yes, yeah, it just yes. pops out. I loved Ken Foray's character. Like, I wish he was the focal point of that because he got a lot of screen time, though. When, 
Yeah, he did, but... But they like, didn't explain that character. They well didn't. <laughs> he just, <laughs> just got run off the road. And he just has an M16. But when he shoots up Leatherface's house, yeah. he blasts the mother, That's and yeah. he shoots Grandpa. Oh my god, Grandpa's that Grandpa like, was so disgusting. Yeah. He was way more disgusting than the other ones. He had, like, no eyes. He had no eyes. <laughs> just eye socket. And he gets shot through the eyes, and his, like, eyes came Yeah. <laughs> that yeah. seems awesome. That, that ruled. Uh, I did not like that guy with the dead eye whatsoever. And he also talked like Boomhauer. Because at the very <laughs> yes. end, he shows back up, he's like... There was a scene where I wanted to turn on the subtitles because like, <laughs> like, what? Yeah, also, I, how did that guy sneak up on them? They drove away like 40 miles. It was like Jason takes Manhattan yeah. when, dude, they, when they docked the just, boat. And it was also the middle of a clearing. And then the dude's right fucking behind him. With a sledgehammer. Yeah. He had to carry that with him, too. Um, but then Leatherface was also there. Yeah. Dude. But um, And Leatherface was so gross. He was too skinny. I kind of... I kind of like that he had the um, the metal knee brace, probably from in part one when he clipped himself with the chainsaw. Yeah. Oh shit! Good call. But where the fuck's he gonna get but a metal knee brace? The, Although, yeah, that the what could be homemade. Goes to the doctor. <laughs> <laughs> uh, chainsaw accident. <laughs> but uh, my beef was every time you would see somebody trying to get away in that first like forty five minute scene in the woods. It would just go to a close-up of Leatherface's fucking knee, and the hinge just going like, <laughs> and he would always have the chainsaw off until he got close enough to get a kill, and then it'd be like, and it was so fucking stupid. Was I was like, you're not sneaking up on anything, you big doof. This was supposed <laughs> to be rated X. Yeah. And I, I, that's what made me super excited for it, and then I watched it, and I was like, yeah, what, what could they have done? Uh, and no one's seen the X-rated cut, but... Because there's not even enough people to kill. Like That's what I'm... Yeah. The scene where they shot the ear off is pretty sweet. Yes. Yeah. Just flies off and wins. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it wasn't shit tier. It was just middle tier. It was meh. Yeah. Which might yeah. be worse. <laughs> yeah. Because you can't really laugh just, at it, or... it. It was like... I, at the end of it, I was just like... I do not give a shit about this movie. Like, yeah. one way or another. Yeah. I mean, it was, obviously, it was better made than half of the ones we've seen. Yeah. But, yeah. And now we're going to get into um, a little bit higher of a tier here. Where do we want to start? Friday the 13th? Part 3? Sure. That's fucking god tier. <laughs> compared yeah. to these other ones. I loved tier? it, dude. What do you think about it? I don't think it's god tier. But I think, I it's, think, I think, it's, it's, I think it's a good tier. I think it's really good. So, we, what part did we talk about on the show? I always ask this. Was it There's the one with uh, Crispin Glover. That's 4. Oh. Final chapter. Is Kristen yes. Glover four? Yes. And this is three. Yeah, because Feldman's in four, and then he's in the like the very beginning of five. Yeah. It, how how many of these just start right after the other? Because two starts, or three starts right after yeah. two. Excuse me. But two doesn't start right after one, right? No. No, because the end of no, one no. is kind of open. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. it comes out of the water. Yeah, yeah. so... So Little three Ari. starts right after two, and four starts right after three. Yes, which is crazy. Yes, it's awesome. I wonder how many times they did that before. I just think there's a there's a lot of great things about this one. I mean, there's some. I have good a ones. big qualm with Jason having absolutely no motivation to kill any of these people because they weren't involved with his death, and they're not camp counselors. And how, like, just kind of there. And then who he chooses to kill and who he doesn't choose to yeah. kill. Like it's very sporadic if it's not going after the counselors. 
And he's killing everyone. Although I loved his nut shot in this one with that axe when he splits well, that guy through. The that nuts. that's what I was gonna say. When we you talk about Jason's best kills, I think the sleeping bag comes up a lot. Yeah. And the other one is the hand the handstand. Yeah. The handstand's great. And it does such a deep wound. He gets all the way in like his first blow. It gets down to like his belly. It's button. it's brutal. I mean, this movie I like the kills a lot. Yeah. It's like the most physically imposing Jason. Or like maybe the first. Dude, and he gets rid of that stupid fucking burlap bag, sack. I fucking I hate fucking brown paper bag head and Jason. I like I like this Jason you get the face fucking, too. Nobody has this, ever said that. This unmatched. You like this Jason face? Like Jason face. Dude, I just love that he gets the, he he finally gets the hockey well, mask. Like, you yeah. know that stupid Jason face that's like brown and looks like a skull. He looks like Red Skull. Yeah, yeah. Captain America. Yes, that you're right. Skull, you're right. That fucking face is the shit. I'm, I'm with you. I you're hate right. That, that he's, is he's shit. Like, and he's got like these giant fucking eyeballs. It's it's the shittiest thing I've ever seen. This one's solid. It's still like. It kind of looks like the little boy that drowned uh, mixed with. Yeah, it's it's not too disgusting. It's not Jason Takes Manhattan disgusting. <laughs> Did you like that subplot with the girl? Uh, she had seen him in the woods as like a no, girl. No. That was the dumbest subplot of all time. <laughs> yeah. Well, you're, you're nodding your head yes. Because that's nodding my recollection of it. Oh. Okay. And then I, didn't, I wasn't thinking about how stupid it was <laughs> that she saw him so long ago. Dude. She, she... But you just said it takes place like right after. Yeah. So oh, Jason yeah. would be around. Like, yeah, it doesn't make sense. That, oh, yeah. It is kind of confusing now. I mean, she must have seen him. <laughs> it was a week I mean, earlier. I'm sure, not, <laughs> I'm sure they're not thinking about this, but yeah, because yeah, that's really weird. It was that's probably really earlier that, earlier that summer. And but Jason sees her, right? Yeah, yeah, and she gets away because at the end when he unmasks himself, she's like, oh, "It's you." Yeah, and he's like, "Duh." <laughs> <laughs> The fuck did you think it was going to be? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. But, yeah, this is definitely uh, upper echelon of part threes for me. It was also weird when Jason, when his mask is off, he can run. Like, he can sprint. I didn't notice, <laughs> I didn't notice that. But, but when he puts the mask on is when he, like, walks really slowly. There's a couple of scenes where he's got no mask on and he's, like, jogging. <laughs> uh, also was not a fan of the... And this was when I was like, oh, man, this is when Friday the 13th starts the, uh, just, like, the bullshit. Like, they're like, we're out of ideas to actually scare people, so we're just going to, like, like, the ending was just eight different. It was like, oh, no, we're just kidding. Oh, no, it was real. No, no, just kidding. Yes. It was, like, hallucination. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh, man, this is the start of, they're, like, out of ideas. Right. And it was the same ending as, like, well, they were trying to make you think it was going to be the same ending as the first one. Because they're in a canoe and... Yeah. Rather than go get help after this guy's killed, you just go out in the fucking boat, like, four feet offshore. Listen, don't make me hate this movie. This movie really No, no, listen, I think this movie's fine. And I've always liked the first four Jason movies. But why was that guy walking on his hands? (laughs) Because this was part three in 3D. Like that Jaws three phase when everything was gonna be three D, so like fuck, we'll just do dumb shit and get. What is the but, but what does change your perception of the feet are coming towards you? And it's fucking awesome. And that guy was a fucking totally. I I do not. First of all, I do not agree that <laughs> that had anything to do with three D because it what would be popping awesome. out at you? His toes. His fucking feet. 
No, like you watch these movies, and there's like certain things you're like, oh, they did that because of 3D. Yeah, but like, oh, I mean, why, why wouldn't Jason like throw a hatchet at the screen? Like when the, when he shoots the arrow in the girl's eye, which right. was awesome. That was 3D. There's a harpoon. <laughs> but, but, <laughs> yes, that was made for 3D. Standing on your hands is not made for 3D. Listen, since we're not... It's not like a magic eye. We're staring well, at it, and it pops out at you. Yeah, but remember that guy's like juggling, doing all stupid shit? I, I do. He's in the theatrics show. Standing, okay. Joe, who fuck? Who the fuck cares? Can we just agree on one thing? You're upsetting the dog. Can we just agree on one thing? The fucking theme is awesome. Yes, fine, so good. Yes, but I'm still want to go back to the girl is showering, and for no reason he just walks into the room and out of the room on his hands. Yeah. If you could walk on your hands, would you just do I, it? No, I would times? not. Okay. It, it doesn't so seem fun. Work. It would take so much work. I'd be so tired. Oh boy. Friday the 13th, though, definitely upper echelon. No matter whether you love it or hate it, I mean, I think you have to put it above everything else. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I loved it. Right now, it's at number one. I also love when Jason gets hit in the head with, like, the axe, that that slit is in the hockey mask for the rest of them. Yes. Except for part five, because it's not actually that. Spoiler. <laughs> if you've ever noticed that, it doesn't have the slit. Yeah. This dog is making so much noise. Yeah. But. Child's Play... Part three. Dude, I love the first three Child's Play movies, like, always. Like, they have a special place in my heart, and I always watched part... The Jesus Christ on. I always watched part three on uh, USA, and I was worried that I would hate it watching it now, and I did not hate it. Yeah. I liked it a lot. I think Child's Play... Okay, so... I like... I'm trying to think about how to say this. Because I think Child's Play 3 is the most enjoyable Child's Play. The first one's good. Oh, I love the first one. I love the story. Like, the the true story of Chucky is awesome. I don't know. I, I don't know how to explain it, I guess. Because I do love the first one. The first one is definitely more the most thought out. I mean, if, I, if you have to rank them, this is probably my least favorite, but I still like it a lot. Out of the first three. I don't remember two as well, but I remember three a lot from my childhood. Because it was always on USA. The best was Halloween night. They always played the Chucky movies. I mean, it makes no sense, though. No. They (laughs) rebuild a murderous doll. Yeah, they use that that body. (laughs) They rebuild it. The possessed Chucky body. Yeah, let's fucking use... Let's go get the possessed version which and melt that down. Into, yeah. Like, like that was actually the most shocking thing to me rewatching this was. And then like, they gave it like, to the oh, company's yeah. owner. Yeah, and they're like, "Oh yeah, this murderous doll." Yeah. Was, right. Like they know about it. Like this is like on the news at night. Like a yeah. doll murdered. This was like a brush of, wow, brush. a breath, <laughs> a brush, a breath of fresh air because when Chucky got given to like the owner of the company and he got out of the box, you see that he's no longer in the packaging. And then he's like fucking running around and shit. This was like the first time in a while that I was watching a movie and I was like, this feels like it's actually a horror movie. And it goes to his perspective and the guy's reaching under his couch. Like even Tina, my, my wife, was like, this scene is awesome because yeah, he, he there, pushes the thing towards him. You're like, fuck. Because there was suspense. Yes. That which was these cool. other, missing everything These else. other hack directors can't pull <laughs> off. <laughs> Who directed this? Uh, Jack Bender. <laughs> Who has done Lost... He's legit. Yeah. Wow. Good for him. 
38 episodes of Lost. Wow. 38? Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> Paul's so excited. <laughs> shocking news, Paul. Also, so Paul, Felicity. Holy shit! <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't me. <laughs> um, but yeah, that scene was awesome, Paul. Uh, it did build suspense. And, like, and Brad Dorf's a fucking madman. Brad Dorf's voice. I, I can't believe. Like, he needs an Oscar. I couldn't believe how, like, how fucking wacky he was. He's so good. Everything that he's ever been in, he gives it his all. We'll talk about another movie that he's been in. Dude, I can't wait to talk about it. And, like, even, like, if you go back and watch the first season of The X-Files, there's an episode where he's a killer. And he gives, like, an Oscar-worthy performance. He's, like, crying, and he's, like, spooky, and he's fucking insane. And you're like, Brad Brad Dourif must be the most underappreciated actor out there. What was with um, using military schools as settings in the 90s? The Omen did it, didn't they? Yeah, and Major Payne. (laughs) <laughs> I know there was others. Sergeant Bilka. Down Periscope? No, yeah, they're adults. School, was it? No, no, no. Down Periscope with Kelsey Grammer? Yeah. Yeah, they're in a submarine. I was just trying to fit in. <laughs> um, Major Pan was great. But there was like something about military first schools during this that they were just like, first kids, not military. Some kid will... What? Oh, yeah. Taps. It's just Sinbad following the president's kid around. Some kid woke me up at three in the morning to tell me that first kid was starting on the TV. I had an exam the next day. It was a ruse. Who told you? No, it was Danimal. Pounding on my door. First kid? Yes. Why was he so excited about first kid? He's that, an asshole. I'm so mad. <laughs> I would have knocked him out. I told my dad he would have knocked him out. Child's <laughs> uh, uh, playthrough. Yes, so uh, military school. Andy's at a military school. Chucky is still just trying to kill this fucking Andy kid. (laughs) (laughs) Can't get a hold of him. Um, (laughs) The drill sergeant is such a jerk. Such an asshole. Perfect asshole. Yeah, he's got the look for it. He's he's one of those guys that you're like, I I think he's in like every 90s movie. Yes. That that he plays a fucking prick. Um, he's good. Uh, I mean, it's just really classic. It just, the nostalgia factor is big on this one for me. Why is that kid at that military school? Because he's like eight years old and everybody else is like 18. I don't know. Major pain. There was that little kid. Dude, you are right. It's, (laughs) that is, again, there was like a lot of tropes in the nineties for (laughs) military schools. And there was always like one nice little boy that, uh, that was somehow get possessed. military school. <laughs> I, I didn't understand that part, but Chucky tries to, you know, <laughs> transfer his soul to him. Right. Uh, how did you like the character Whitecrest? Um, was he was? Oh, he's 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 the, he the one that jumps on the grenade. Yeah, he's the nerd guy. Yeah, that jumps nerd. on the grenade. Oh, yeah. Okay, all right. So I hated him, but. <laughs> But but that whole scene at the end when the like troops, oh troops, the red versus blue. Yeah, like, when they finally all get together, I'm like, all right, fucking Chucky swaps the bullets. Classic. That scene should have and could have been so much more better though, because yeah. it should have just been <laughs> a only one person gets shot, bloodbath. It yeah. should have just been everybody dying. Yeah, yeah, yeah that would have been really cool. But I was also a big fan of just the kids just finally getting together and being like, hey. That doll's alive. Yeah, <laughs> true. Don't fuck with the Chuck. <laughs> Great line. His lines are trash. 
<laughs> I hate his stupid Brad Dorf is just fantastic. Brad, Brad Dorf is insane. And is this just his voice? Dude. Yeah. I wish I just saw him in the voice booth doing these yeah. lines. Yeah. It's probably so intense. That. He did not like this movie, Brad Dorf. Really? Yeah. He did not like oh. doing it. So he did three more. <laughs> 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 he's like, they'll only get better from here. Dude. He's like a gambler. He just is hooked. He's just like, it'll get better. It'll get better. Dude, that garbage truck kill is awesome. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God, yes. It was great. Yeah. The guy's fucking arm is sticking up. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the end of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. When Shredder falls into the garbage. <laughs> I haven't seen it yet. No, the, the original. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Elias Coteus, Casey Jones. Yes. Dude, how do you know that guy's yet. name? Oh, he's in uh, Casey Jones. Yeah, no, not Casey. Elias, Elias Coteus. Yeah, he's in Fallen. <laughs> Sweet. Time. Yes, he sings that song. Oh, he's in that. Yeah, he's the guy, guy that they kill. Oh, really? Versus, yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. I love Fallen. My Fallen dad took rules. me to that in theaters. Really? Yeah, Fallen's that's great. Sweet. John Goodman. Yep. Yep. Classic. Denzel. Yep. Elias Coteus. Elias Coteus. <laughs> <laughs> His name uh. was not on the poster. <laughs> no, no, he was not. Uh, poor Elias. Also, don't sing that song on the podcast. We can't pay royalties. Just so. <laughs> bleep it. Nightmare on Elm Street 3. Oh, wait, but did you put... What, what tier would you put that in? Child Chucky? Play? Yeah. Lower... Top notch. <laughs> really? Yeah. I thought it was pretty okay. God tier? No. So just top notch tier. Oh, okay. Alright. I think it was lower top notch. I, I, mean, I thought I thought it was pretty dude, decent. I would put it, like, a lot of nostalgic things. I put like number three right there. Yeah. Like, all the movies I've seen. Like I actually liked it. In the next episode we'll do a, like I wanna do like a full breakdown of them. Um, I'm gonna get a whiteboard. <laughs> and we'll we'll put <laughs> magnets on them. And, do and sticky notes, yes, like yeah, and like moving them yeah, around. Because yeah. I'm, I there's got we have to like set a precedent. I feel like for these because you're so much screaming. <laughs> We're never gonna, gonna agree with Joe and Joe's fucking stupid that. ring. We should actually maybe we'll do that as like a special. It might end in Patreon. a fist fight between Joe and I. <laughs> like that time he told me I didn't get a good deal on Die Hard. <laughs> fucking asshole. Wait, what were you talking about? That last episode probably recorded. <laughs> <laughs> didn't get a good deal on that. You got a great deal. <laughs> Why would you so mad trilogy. about that? Why would you ever be mad about that? Uh, so Nightmare 3. Nightmare on Elm Street 3. 1987, Frank Darabont's first writing credit. Wow. Yeah. Really? It had nothing to do with Stephen King, I'm surprised. Yeah. Do you fucking love Stephen King? <laughs> I know that. Holy shit. <laughs> Frank Darabont, do something not fucking Stephen King. Really Why? Good. Does Stephen King really good? Oh, wait. Really who, well? Who makes... <laughs> who, ma- who steals more source material? Frank or... Uh, Stuart Gordon? Stealing well, HBO the answer is Quentin Tarantino. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but and I love his movies. Frank doesn't steal it. He just adapts it. In- well, that's true. Yeah. Well, so does... Yeah, I guess so does Stuart Gordon. So who adapts more is your question? I guess, yeah. <laughs> Whoever has the bigger filmography. <laughs> All right. Did you know Frank Darabont played the rear F8 or the rear pilot in the King Kong remake? <laughs> no. The propeller. 
How does he know so like, much stupid? Dude, I almost got confused with Jim Caviezel, who plays the rear <laughs> F-18 pilot in The Rock. Uh, it's unbelievable the <laughs> shit he knows. Like, what? What the fuck is the matter with you? Uh, a lot. Like, and I walked in and he's watching some old ass movie in black and white. Like, <laughs> looks like something my grandfather would watch. He's like, yeah, let me tell you about this movie. Shadow of a Doubt, Alfred Hitchcock. And he told me the whole plot. Oh, Joseph Cotton. Yeah. No, I know all about it. <laughs> he's watching it on a Sunday. <laughs> Just hanging out watching... Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I find it very odd. I think last Sunday I watched the Danny Kane movie. It was not good. You say you were watching a Danny Kane? No, music- Danny Kane. <laughs> music video? Tap dancer. <laughs> yeah, You're an idiot. Tap dancing sucks. Uh, <laughs> Nightmare on Elm Street 3. Yeah, did you know it's Frank DeCrabon's first writing credit? <laughs> Dude, I love, love Stephen King. <laughs> He does a lot of Stephen King. <laughs> uh, is this story by the Wes Craven? Green was Mile? West, did Shawshank yeah, he came back. He didn't do the second one. He came back for the, he came back for the third. Um, which is a weird thing to do because you know they're just going to keep making these and you're going to leave again. Well, he didn't want to do the second one because he didn't think Freddy was franchise material. And then the second one outgrossed the first one in the box office. Um, uh, the movie opens with... Doc wait, time it. out. Hold on. Wait, hold the fuck on. Are we saying he directed this? No. All right, good, good. <laughs> no, some guy with the last name Russell. Yeah, the guy who did the mask and eraser. <laughs> yeah, he okay, I thought for, I thought for a second you were like he he was coming back to this after not doing two as yeah. director. Yeah, no, because no, he he only did New Nightmare. But he didn't even write two. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. I got confused. Uh, so uh, <laughs> this is a story about kids. In a mental institution? Yes. Yep. Um, who all have trouble sleeping because Freddy's after all of them. <laughs> yes. Great idea. My uh, number one problem was Nancy just showing up in a mental institution, <laughs> walking into a mental institution just out of the blue and being like, sup? Why didn't I think of that? Because <laughs> that's literally. What oh, because I literally have no problem with this movie. It's great. <laughs> I loved it. Did any uh, movie that opens with Dokken is no. I mean, this day. this movie's incredible, but it was so weird because it's like they're in group therapy. They're all talking about Freddie, and Nancy just walks in and is like, "Oh, hey." <laughs> and never. What are the odds of that? Never explains why she's there, and she's just like, "No, oh. no, she does because she had the traumatic experience, and she be, she like went to school to help yeah. kids that had." And how come nobody dreaming? believes them? After what happened to Nancy, right? Because well, it's an outlandish fucking story. Yeah. Dude, listen, when King Dude, Cade... somebody came up to you and was like, hey, some guy's been killing my friends in my sleep, and he tried to kill me, and now it's happening again. You'd be like, why is nobody believing you? No, you'd be like, get fucking help. This movie's really good. And we, have, mean, to, we have to... Does move, John Saxon realize it? We have to move through this one pretty quickly, because we are running out of time. Um, we are probably actually already way past an hour. Um... But, great movie. The kills are incredible. The they op- look great. They look great. The opening scene with Freddy with the p- hanging skeletons and all that yep. is fantastic. Yeah. I loved the uh, the the guy he turns into a marionette, marionette. with his like, veins. One of the best scenes. Fantastic. It was so good. The character Kincaid. <laughs> but when the kid, AKA Cool Breeze. When the AKA kid, Lump. <laughs> I'm not AKA. <laughs> 
when the when the kid with the marionette is walking when you see him walking outside of the dream he's walking like such an idiot <laughs> that had to be like the hardest thing to do ever he's walking around like a total complete idiot uh we can't not mention welcome the primetime bitch which is the greatest so Freddy line of all time yeah uh, so good i love that while she's flicking through the tv she's watching the dick cavett show and he's interviewing zaza gabor and they wanted to have some some other actress get killed because that's who Freddie kills. You know, he turns into Dick Cavett. He wanted they wanted to have some other actress, but Dick Cavett wanted to do Zaza Gabor because he said he would never interview her in real life. And if he had to choose one person to get killed, it would be Zaza Gabor. So, oh, so he God. personally picked her. No way. Yeah. That's an incredible story. I also love that you get backstory on Freddie's birth. In that, dude. The scenes, everything, none were actually creepy. Like when she would appear, uh, appear yeah. out of nowhere, like it had yeah. like a, a good horror movie yeah. feel to it. I loved it. But I love the backstory there. I love the boobs on the nurse. Yeah, That's great, nice looking boobs. Loved Larry Fishburne. Yeah, you can't forget about that. Do we say Cre- Patricia Arquette or first? No, we don't need to. But he's credited as Larry Fishburne, not Lawrence. Yeah, Larry. Yep. Was uh, was this pre Pee Wee or post Pee Wee? It had to be post. Pee-wee. Had to be post. It's eighty seven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh are you feeling tongue-tied when he's making out with, with great line? He had great lines in this movie. He wasn't corny mode yet. He was no. good. Um, oh my all the super, god! All the the superpowers like this movie. What what's crazy about this movie is it defies. By the way, I'm sorry I cut you off, ball, because you were so excited about something. But this movie defies like it shouldn't be good. If right. you write this idea on paper, you'd be like, this is so dumb. I will never make this movie about a, like a storied franchise because it's like, okay, uh, it's kids in a mental institution. They go into dreams and they get like superpowers through their dreams. Yeah. It's like, that is stupid. That, that is yeah. the dumbest thing. The kid that's time. a wizard is a fucking jerk. Dun- yeah. He, he, yeah. He was yeah. a Dungeons and Dragons totally like, like Lord in real life. Yeah. That's why he's. Oh wait, in real life? Yes. IRL? Yes. Oh my God. <laughs> what were you pumped about? <laughs> well, my note when King K goes, yo, Freddie. Where are you hiding your burnt face, pussy? Kincaid <laughs> <laughs> was just oh, so good. Do you good. know the story about how he got the role? No. So, Kincaid got the role to this movie. He did not want to audition to it, and his agent was like, you have to. And he's like, you have to go today. And it was pouring, and like he was soaking wet, and he got in, and he was miserable. And the director was like, oh, just say whatever comes to your mind. He was just <laughs> Apparently, since he was soaking wet and didn't want to do it, he just started screaming, fuck you, you motherfucker. Like, just sign the guy off. And the guy's like, all right, you got the, you got the You're a good kid. You just nailed it. No, the reason I just got so pumped is um, earlier in the movie. You thought about the skeleton scene? No. When they come alive? No. That, that was the only part that I'm not really a fan of. Um, the main girl, other than Nancy, Kristen, earlier in the movie, before Freddy she gets Worm. put in the mental hospital... <laughs> there's the scene where her mom comes upstairs and yells at her and she is like her male suitor downstairs and then later in a dream towards the end the same exact scene happens again and the mother comes upstairs and she's like yeah. hold on I have a suitor downstairs yeah. and then you just hear Freddie go I said where's the fucking bourbon and he cuts her head off and throws it it was so insane. Yes. It was Agreed. it was fucking amazing. Agreed. Where's the fucking bourbon? I said, where's the fucking bourbon? This, bu- this movie had a budget of four point uh, five million, made forty four point seven million dollars yeah. in the box office. Freddy was a legitimate hit. That's nuts, man. That's great. 
And it's to this day, it's the third highest grossing one behind Part Four and Freddy vs. Jason. Oh wow! Got your nose. <laughs> <laughs> uh, God tier. Yeah. God tier. Yeah, for sure. I loved it for sure. Now let's talk about the God of God tiers. I, I I'm with you and and not with you at the same time. Exorcist Three. Paul, did you like it? It was really good. Suspenseful. It was scary. Scissor scene. The staff. There are many scenes scene. yes. though that like yes. The scissor scene. It comes out in the hallway. Yeah, dude, that the was scariest fucking scene of, I might have that, ever seen. <laughs> that dude, it's just zoomed dude, I'll, be, I'll be honest. I saw it and I was like, I hope that's not what they were talking about. Are you serious, dude? dude it the shot way that so well, it's zoomed out and I mean, it's you know, yeah. it's not just that though. It's the fact that it it's the it's long it's a long shot for like three minutes. And they break it up because she goes into that room. She goes in and out. And, and wakes the guy up. Yeah. And you get that jump scare. And typically, it's like, that's your scare. Yeah, yeah. And then it goes back to it. And it has it, the cop walking in and out. And you're like, what the, the fuck way is that, The happen? way it's directed. Like, yeah, it's just like building. And, and you're just like. They, they let her hang. <sighs> they let that hang for. It felt like a very long time. Like, because she walks out. And she walks basically as far as she can go for that shot to work. Yes. And then he comes out. And it makes yeah. a noise. And he yeah. just comes out. Dude, it's chill-inducing. One of my yeah. favorite scenes maybe ever. It's very good. Uh, I I like the story. I don't even know what that... Oh, the bone. The, um, so William Peter Blatty directed this, who wrote The Exorcist. Who wrote the first one. And this was just supposed to be a movie about a serial killer. And the studios made him go in and reshoot, like... And add scenes on, Correct. make it with the exorcism. And I personally think that if they didn't have the exorcism scenes, it would have been like one of the better movies. I think it would have made more sense. And this is definitely this is where my problem is. I think it's like the it might be the best part three. It is like as a movie ever, um, which I guess that depends how you look at it because it's so not related. Well, I guess it is related to the first one. Um, I don't know how to. Yeah, it is because Father cares. Yeah, right. Yeah, so I guess you would. I, I would lump it into that category. Um, but yeah, the exorcism just. It, this movie wasn't like a horror. I don't know how to explain it. Like it was and it wasn't. I don't know. I, of all these part suspense. threes, it was the scariest one. I thought. Yes, I'm with you. That that would nightmare the two. And how come we haven't name dropped Brad Dorf again? <laughs> Because right. we need because we need to spend like forty five minutes and we don't have it because <laughs> Brad Dorf is incredible in this fucking movie. His voice that like how it alternates from that like and when he starts singing like a little boy's voice. George. Well, obviously that's not him, but like just the way he's, he's acting it. George C. Scott is acting his ass off Dude. too. His interactions with his friend, the priest, in the beginning are, are fantastic. Yeah. Him yelling at nurses <laughs> is one of the funniest things I've ever seen. There. The He's so intense. Really funny. Can we talk about Dude. the dream se- the dream sequence real quick? <laughs> Did you notice who was in that dream sequence? No. Did you? No. First of all, Samuel Jackson's playing a blind person. Fabio is an angel. Yes, I did catch Wait, Fabio. What? And Patrick, Fabio. And Patrick Ewing is the angel of death. No. Yes. Oh my god! I was like, that guy looks like Patrick Ewing, and he was like, "Yeah, I know." Are you kidding and me? I looked it up as fucking Patrick. Are you Ewing. serious? I yeah. saw Fabio. Holy shit! Yeah, it's the same scene. And Samuel oh Jackson. 
That's so weird. Yeah, there, um, there's one hilarious. <laughs> I don't know if I even want to ruin this for anyone, really. I want to talk about a lot of it, but we are out of time, and it is really, really good. Um, if you haven't seen it and you've been putting it off, because just check it out, three, and yeah. you really don't need to see it's two. Really, it, you don't even need. It, it's a standalone movie. It is. Well, I mean, seeing one will help. Well, it will help, but you wouldn't be totally. It, lost. Yeah, it would work as standalone. Dude, I just love George C. Scott screaming at nurses and going, no one in, no one out, except for emergencies. But they're at a fucking hospital. <laughs> Every single person is an emergency. Oh my God. <laughs> He's just fucking screaming. Uh, I have God. notes for... Oh, that would explain a lot. Wait, I already know the answer to this. What's your favorite George C. Scott line of all time? Get that fat asshole out of my room. He's puking on my wife. <laughs> but that wasn't a movie. That was real life. <laughs> <laughs> Nailed it. Yeah. What? He apparently said that. Like, he was just like something like a war show or something. <laughs> I don't know who, who the fat asshole was. Is this just a story of it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> I, I was like, do you want me to recite Pat? And, and then it clicked. I know exactly what he's talking do you about. you want me to recite Because I can't. <laughs> You probably could. We're gonna use the guts to grease the tanks, aren't we? <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, so, Exorcist Three is a top notch. It's, it's my number there. one. It's it's amazing. You guys got to check it out. Um, and uh, we have not watched a lot of them. We're going to do another one. So yes, part please. three. Well, next week we're going to do House Three. Can't wait to discuss that. Yeah. Uh, that was something. <laughs> It was good. Yeah, it wasn't. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you're right. Are you sure? No, no. I just Jedi No, no, no. <laughs> I got incepted so hard. I can't Wrong. believe it worked. It. I can't believe it fucking worked. Um, we're doing a House 3 next week. I'm excited. It's stupid and amazing. Um, and then after that, we will be doing our conclusion to the Part 3s. We're going to get as many in as we can. Uh, make sure to uh, send us... Oh, we didn't read any for this week. Um, I'll try and... Okay, I'm going to do two. Two for this week. Two for this week. Two for this week. Uh, oh, well... Hmm. Hmm. Oh, we left off on Tom, right? Yeah, Tom. <laughs> yes. Uh, all right. Tom was the last one. Uh, I think it was. Um, well, next up... Tioni W. Did I do her? No. She messages us, Hey, Sean, my favorite horror movie, part threes, are Nightmare on Elm Street, part three. Not only was it one of the best Nightmare on Elm Street series, but it also came with one of the best, lamest rock songs, Dream Warriors. Army of Darkness. This one, to me, was just hilarious, and physical comedy was insane. The Horror Show, or Out of the House series... We, which we are talking about next week. Child's Play 3, Final Destination 3. Wasn't my favorite Final Destination installment, but the roller coaster death scene and the tanning bed scene was pretty cool. Huh? Did do this one. Yeah, I remember the tanning bed scene. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And who the fuck else brought up House 3? Yes. We did not do this one. Okay. Uh, all right. So, viewer messages. Uh, Bill B. My. Worst part threes, Poltergeist three, Jaws three, Spider Man three. All truly <laughs> Spider Man three is awful. <laughs> truly awful. 
Uh, Gia G, she says, uh, I was going to say Friday the 13th Part 3 for the hockey mask, and it's in 3D. I remember seeing it in theaters. I was 11. Awesome. Thanks, Dad. Uh, and we'll do one more for this one. Dan M, Exorcist 3 has got to be the best threequel of all time. Yep. The hospital scare is absolutely genius, and the dialogues between George C. Scott and Brad Dorf are riveting. A hidden gem, if ever... If there ever was one. Yeah, those conversations between Dorf and George C. Scott were fucking bananas. Like, dialogue that just kept you... And it was just dialogue. <laughs> fucking dog. Uh, it was just straight dialogue. There was nothing else. And uh, you're, like, trapped in that. Like, it, it kept you... Dorf was just fucking awesome. Yes. It's insane that he didn't get anything for that performance. And didn't somebody say he really liked that, too? Like, he loves that movie? I'm not sure, but I would imagine. Well, that's it for this one, guys. Um, So tune in next week. We've got House 3. We have t-shirts for sale. Go buy some. Store or store or shop. Store.ihatehorror.com. We're at ihatehorror.com. Rate, review, subscribe on iTunes, you guys. We are actually, like, ranked daily in the top 150 podcasts of TV and film. It makes no sense. But it's all because you guys rate, review, subscribe. So if you haven't done that, do it for us and leave us a review. And if you do, this dog's about to jump off the couch and make a huge thud and maybe take down the camera. Nope, we're good. And if you do... If you do review, uh, send me an email, sean at ihatehorror.com, and uh, I'll send you guys out a sticker <laughs> uh, in the mail. We've got some awesome new stickers. Uh, what do we have? Tribe and Black Flag. Tribe and Black Flag. They are absolutely, positively awesome. Um, so, yeah, do that. Uh, what else do we usually plug? Facebook.com slash yep. ihatehorror. Twitter. Else? Twitter. I'm on Twitter at I Hate Horror Show and Instagram at I Hate Horror. I'm at Joe V421. I'm Boognish 1985 on Instagram. Paul, anything you need to plug? Nope. Good for you. Good He's at living, living the simple life. 47. Yeah, don't even. Yeah, follow. sure. <laughs> it's, there's no point in following him. Um, <laughs> thanks to Harley Poe for allowing us to use the song Gorehound off the album Pagan Holiday. As usual, thank you very much for that. That's it, man. Yeah. Threes are almost over. Yeah, can't wait. I honestly can't. I'm so excited for it to be over. Yeah. I just want to... There's so many good movies hey, I Hey, we had a watch. chunk we, of good we watched, ones this we, time. We though. watched Green... What? There's a chunk of good ones, man. Yeah. Nightmare, Friday, Exorcist. True. I'd watch yeah, all three again. Yeah, but you saw them before. Like, I don't know. Yeah. I we watched Green watch last night, and it was like the, the nicest thing I've ever done. Just yeah. Just a brush of fresh air. Same. Same. All right, well, that's the end of the episode. (laughs) For Joe, this is Sean. Stay weird. Thank you. Adios. Adios.